Welcome to another episode of the Marvel Guys Podcast. As always, I am Jordan, your host, and on my left, we have my co-host, Spencer. How are we doing? Oh, man, I am doing great, honestly. Uh, never felt better. As always, uh, with these podcasts, we don't really do spoiler-free, so we are going to be covering... Hawkeye episode five and all that uh, was involved in it and what is to come in episode six. So if you haven't already watched the episode, go ahead and check it out. It's a good one. And uh, we'll give you about one second. All right. Everybody is here. (laughs) Everybody's here, present and accounted for. So welcome in to our Hawkeye episode five review. Uh, This is one that started to give us all of our storylines a a big push um over the edge and so now it's all kind of you know downhill from here and mm-hmm. we'll be able to see the the payoff in episode 6 now but we we're still left with some questions however we kind of know what questions to ask now so yeah the big takeaways from the episode um what what's your What's your biggest or top three or what's what's coming to your mind as we sit here uh, ready to discuss this? Kingpins in the MCU. That's number one, first and foremost. And I cannot tell you how everyone still, regardless of how hyped they are, regardless of how hyped I am, it's still understating how important that is. Because when you bring in Kingpin into the MCU, especially that Kingpin, it's opening the door for everybody else to come in. It's opening the door for stuff to become canon that we originally thought wasn't and was never going to be. But now that he's there, possibilities are endless. We talk about this all the time. Possibilities are endless because of how the multiverse is working now. But having Kingpin there, oh my goodness, man. This is... uh, I think I made a post about this earlier today after I saw this episode and I said, like, this is the best show that we've had since, like, it's the best show, period. And, I mean, that just sums up how much I feel about this this uh, revelation that we have that Kingpin is now in the MCU. Like, it, it, it's that big, man. It's that big. I think we both lose and pretty much everybody loses because I don't know if anybody predicted a picture on a cell phone to be the reveal of Kingpin. And (laughs) to make this worse, it's like that whole thing with like, you know, when they have like the gas station images of somebody that just robbed a gas station. It was horrible. And they're so bad. They're so grainy. That could be a different actor. And if we didn't already have an idea (laughs) that it was him, like we would have no clue. Right. You barely make him out. Um, He looked like a video game character. And uh, yeah, so the the first reveal of Kingpin in the entire MCU is on a grainy cell phone <laughs> picture. Like, what did she take um, this picture with? A Samsung S3? Like, what is this? Who took it too? Or yeah. was it an actual security camera picture? I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. But we'll see. I was expecting um, Val to be in like this like inner circle that they were discussing, but um, apparently it goes bigger than that. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, much bigger in, in girth. Um, <laughs> so yeah. we'll uh, we'll see how that plays out. But yeah, th- there was a lot of interesting things that went into this episode. Um, I, I think by this point, we've pretty much seen everything that we've seen in trailers and um, you know sneak peeks and all that. So what is to come, I'm not really sure. 
uh, we'll kind of discuss what's what's next. But within this this actual episode, we you were almost right. Yeah, you predicted a conversation between Clint and uh, Yelena. Um, we got a deep conversation involving Yelena. However, it went through Kate Bishop mm-hmm. um, specifically because she called her Kate Bishop probably eight times mm. um, as a reminder of, I know who you are. I know everything about you. Don't screw with me. Um, everybody seems to be doing that. There's a level in, of intimidation like at every level in this TV show that everybody's like, yo, I know who you are. I know what you are. I know your family. And they're all trying to get a leg up on somebody. And, you know, you get um, Echo that's like, okay, I'll meet you here, but I'm going to have people ready at every corner to kill you once the second you walk into the door. And he's like, no, not if I kill you first. You know, Yeah, like, it's so, upsmanship. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's just a, a whole bunch of people that have done their research. And it's it's been an incredible experience because we do have Yelena that is not interested in necessarily being right. She's just interested in getting equal. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have Echo, who is not – she's going off emotion, not exactly practicality, and she's she's finally met with an interesting uh, point from, from Clint that we'll explore. But for the most part, she's just been kind of, you know – charging like a bull and clint is is out there to protect himself his family kate he's trying to clean up everybody's uh his own mess and everybody else's that he's kind of caused and uh so every single person right now is is kind of coming to a head in their different ways but almost all of them involve this extensive research and now we're it's like uh it's like watching an ant fight and then zooming out to see a boot slowly coming down uh, <laughs> when the episode ends with Kingpin. Yeah. So all this little stuff that's going on between all these people that's somewhat irrelevant compared to um, the, the guy who's the puppet master uh, in all of this. So it was a lot of very interesting topics that are very important, but it does seem like the, the more we zoom out, the more it's going to go one day, we're just going to see this series as a footnote of the uh, ultimate effect that it has on the MCU. Yeah, and I think you kind of summed that up perfectly. And uh, I'll also say that I believe that I was right in saying that Kingpin was the big bad. However, well, we'll see. I don't think. I I just I I either I get the suspicion that this is gonna get all wrapped up next week in some weird way, but I also have this other side that's like, nah, this is probably gonna be like two seasons. Because they just revealed that Kingpin is like this big bad. I don't think you can do 40 minutes of a show to try to, you know, wrap this thing up. There's just no way. I don't think. Unless they do something really crazy and we get just an absolute banger of an episode next week. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Um, it seems like it's a bit stretched. So I, I, I kind of see this maybe going two seasons now. Um, yeah, which is awesome, that. but it's just, it's, it's a lot to wrap up in one episode, you know? Well, yeah. And that may be the only time we see Kingpin. It could be. It, I mean, it might just be that they're giving us that. And then we focus on the undercarriage, which is Eleanor and Elena. And cause yeah, I mean like, like you said, like I agreed that kingpin is where they're going yeah that's quite obvious yeah. nobody's ever really thought it wasn't 
but it's just so hard to see him actually come in as a physical presence in the last two episodes. And now there's only one episode left. Um, and that's why I was like, I just I can't quite see it that he'll have the flunkies fighting for him. And Elena at this point doesn't look she. It seems like she's at point of no return. Yeah. Um, it, it. We really thought that she would probably like come to grips at some point with like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily the person I once was. And Clint maybe didn't kill her, but she's like, with the way that she was phrasing what she was saying, it, it, it was almost like she wasn't saying that Clint killed Natasha necessarily. She was just saying that he sacrificed her for the greater good. And in a way he did, he didn't do it intentionally, but two went there and only one came back and he was the one that came back. So I don't think he'll ever be able to ultimately like heal her no. from that. Now, she may not want to kill him at some point, but that doesn't mean she's going to like him by any means. So yeah, I mean, there's so many different moving parts now. Um, with the, I guess the main ones being Elena still in pursuit of Clint. Um, Kate kind of had her her moment of rediscovering with Clint's uh, trust um, or or fear or whatever you want to call that. Um, and then we have Echo on a side quest now, who's suspicious of Kingpin and um, her first mate. I, I don't Kazi. know his name. Kazi. Yeah. Okay. So. She's off doing that, um, and, and you could tell by you know the second she asked him, like, mm. why weren't you there? Um, he knew something was up. He yeah, got he nervous. Was, yeah, he was real defensive and about it. That's why he he asked her again. You know, is there an issue here? Right. Um, I don't know what that means to her. Um, I guess ultimately, if I was going to predict, it, it would seem that she would kind of come full circle and maybe be on Clint's side by the end of this thing and forgive him for what he did. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of moving parts. Is there any that you're getting a especially good vibe about the culmination of their story? Uh, echoes definitely because um, this is where this is where you go from being a tool that's used by others to being your own person. She's never gonna forgive Clint for killing her father, but that's not gonna overshadow everything else. You know what I mean? I think she's going to, I think that's what the premise of her show will be. I don't know. We might not even see her at all next week. It's very possible that we don't even see her at all. Like this is just the stepping stone for her own show because her own show is basically just going to be her probably becoming this like uh vigilante that's like, you know, not really on either side, just doing what, doing what's right in a way because she's been wronged her whole life you know like when you really take a, a a broader look at her life that we've seen play out before us it's like dude she's been lied to the entire time the only person that was somewhat honest with her was her dad and her dad was killed so uh and and clint barton as well but even he was lying to her at different points so it's like when you can't trust anybody else, the only person you can trust is yourself. So, like, you know, she's going to basically kind of become that kind of character. And um, it's going to be interesting because Kingpin obviously pisses off a lot of people. So there's going to be a lot of heroes 
that are going to be gunning for Kingpin and they're all going to have good reason for it. Um, you know, obviously, like I said earlier, like you're opening the door for people to come in. Like, obviously this means that, you know, from what we've seen from, you know, Feige and others talking about it, like Matt Murdock, Daredevil is probably on the way. It's at least highly likely that we see him at some point. Um, so he's going to have a good reason to go after Kingpin again. You're going to have, uh, Echo, you know, obviously Clint Barton and Kate Bishop. So there's going to be a lot of characters that are gunning for Kingpin. If they ever do anything with Spider-Man and Kingpin, that could be another thing. So it's, it's going to be very interesting because I feel like Echo, the way that her story has been told so far, it almost seems like there's going to be a point in time where it's literally just her and him. And that's what it's going to be about. So um, I'm very interested in this, very interested in this, because there's going to be a lot of emotional weight that goes along with it. But, um, yeah, I think that's the most interesting story. Uh, I, I could see a Kingpin reference in Spider-Man now. Um, I don't I don't think we'll see him in there. There's no reason. But no, um, I could see his name being used or just a, a reference to the big guy or something mm-hmm. um, just because now it's been confirmed and it's easier to introduce him into the TV show first. Cause that's the thing that everybody can access um, on their phones or, or TVs. So now that Spider-Man's not around the corner, but like here mm-hmm. um, it's definitely possible. Although with the premiere being earlier this week, you know, like I said, you got to be kind of uh, careful with what you reveal. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, I mean it was it was a really cool episode and <clears throat> kind of broke our our trend of TV shows. Um yeah. episode 5 usually is the climax of the action. Mhm. And didn't really there have a lot. There was a one-on-one even, between yeah. Clint and Echo where you thought maybe one of them could possibly get killed. Um but other than that we didn't see a whole lot of that, and I'm not sure we will. I don't either. I'm this just sure. seems like more of a storytelling. Um, you know, Jack is Jack's in a weird place right now. Yeah. Um, Eleanor's playing both sides. Yeah. And it's been pretty obvious the whole time that like Eleanor's been a, a double agent of sorts. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I still hold true to that she is like trying to save Kate. And I think a small part of that is her, she doesn't want Clint as an influence in Kate's life. <laughs> like she, she's not a fan of that. I don't think she's ever liked Clint because of that. And she probably saw people having these um, lives in the underground of New York and going, I don't ever want Clint to be fighting these people or the other way around either way. So I do think there's some good heart there but obviously it's been revealed now that she's she's playing both ends and uh you know she didn't put a, a hit out on on Kate but she did on Clint so and uh, then it be, it begs the question of is she with Kingpin who's hiring Val who's like there's a huge Venn diagram here that yeah. is starting to take place and i don't know it seems like Eleanor has become um the person that probably does a lot of the underground dirty work for Kingpin with the facade of rich um, woman in New York City. 
Well, I'd like to add a little bit to Eleanor, like yeah. what you were saying. To me, it's it's not just that it's Clint Barton. I think that it could have been anybody. Like it could have been anybody that uh, Kate idolized or anything like that. And I think that in in a way, that's what this show's theme is. Like this show's theme is one of never make an idol out of anyone, regardless of who they are, because they're all, we're all human, you know, like doesn't matter if you have this superhuman ability or whatever, we're all human. We all make mistakes and we're all, uh, not great at the end of the day, regardless of all these great things that we can do there. Uh, so yeah, I mean, in, in this in this episode, I think you kind of see that a little more because when you look at some of these stills from the show, like you see Kate's room and you see a poster of Hawkeye on the wall. You see uh, a, a little like picture that's on like the, uh, what, are, what are those boards called? Bulletin? Yeah, you see like a, a picture of him on that too. And it's like, she obviously idolized him, you know, and... To have idols is not a good thing in, in, in many ways. Um, so I think that that's an overall thing. But at the end of the day, too, like Eleanor, I think her character longs for a relationship that she knows is never going to be there. What I mean by that is like from episode one, you know her and Kate's relationship is like non-existent. And the relationship with the father is what she has. Well, the father dies. Kate still loves her because it's her mother and that's the only parent she has left. And it's kind of like that idea. It's kind of a broken idea, but it's that idea that like having one is better than not having any at all. So she kind of dedicates her life to trying to protect her, even from a young age. But the problem with that is that Eleanor will never she's like never gonna have that kind of relationship with her daughter so it's like they're just two complete opposites so with her putting out the hit on Clint it's like you know that one chance that she has of saying like okay this guy is somebody that Kate has idolized I don't want him to be part of that life anymore of her life anymore if I do this, we can just kind of like hug and make up and stuff like that. And she'll never know that it was me kind of a situation. Um, so I think there's a, a deeper thing going on with the Eleanor character that might be addressed at the end of episode six. We might get that um, because it just seems like every conversation that they have there's some level of like distrust. There's some kind of level of dishonesty in every scenario, you know? Um, and and I, I don't know, maybe it's just me being sus of everything, you know? I think this show has definitely taken a lot from like Stanley Kubrick, a lot, because Kubrick did this thing a lot where you're like, where he kind of like makes you feel a certain way about something and then it's just completely goes the other way for a little while. Shining. And then said that dude. Um I think he did Shining. I can't remember. Not I think sure. from what I remember the That's most all I remember of him. 
from the most of Kubrick that I remember is like Eyes Wide Shut, Full Metal Jacket, okay, stuff like that. And those films do that a lot, where it's like you start feeling a certain way about a certain character or a certain theme that's going on in the show or movie, and then it just completely does a 180 to kind of take you off that trail. So, it, and this show has definitely done that because how many times have we been like real sus of Jack or like real, uh, you know, sussed out by Eleanor? And it's just kind of gone up and down on whether or not we feel like they're bad or good or in between or what. So they've done like a really good job of just like keeping you on your toes at all time. So uh, I'm really excited to see how everything gets wrapped up with Eleanor's character. He did direct The Shining. Um, yeah, there you go. He's a little bit psychotic. <laughs> yes, like, definitely. There was a lot of... Um, cast members and stuff that accused them of some crazy stuff oh for sure um made some good movies <laughs> <laughs> crazy people often make good art that's um, true my biggest question remaining mm-hmm. that i'm just kind of befuddled by and i don't know if it's in a good way or a bad way or or what's going on one question that would change not change but just update me with so much info is did Eleanor, give Jack a butterscotch. That is running through my mind. What? How is Jack seems so innocent in 99% of this show? Mm -hmm. And then there's that one butterscotch that completely puts him at the scene of the crime. Yeah. And I'm like, it just feels like she put all this on him and she blamed everything on him. And then she... um, created certain things and then called the cops and she's in their pockets and and jack's like this innocent bystander who's actually just this dopey um you know funny foreign guy well but but there's also he ate the butterscotch with the yeah armand name on it and i'm like who gave him the butterscotch did yeah. he take it or did somebody offer it to him that's because kate never explained why it was suspicious to the mom so she just reacted as if butterscotch you know what are you talking about right I'm so confused by that one butterscotch. I think that's a great point. And I would say that, yes, she gave that to him because let's, let's back up a little bit. Who is he running this operation for? It's the tracksuits. The tracksuits that we've seen so far are very dopey and not like they, they're not thinking about stuff like this. Like they're not, they're, they're really dumb, (laughs) you know, like really, really freaking dumb. The only one that's not is uh, Maya, Echo, or Kazi, who are like in leadership roles. But it kind of makes sense now that like he's the guy that's kind of running everything for them in a way because everything's kind of disjointed within that group. You know, you've got like two people that are like competent in some way, and then the big guy at the top who's obviously competent. So it kind of makes sense that, like, Eleanor would be like, oh, hey, here's this butterscotch, by the way, you know, and he's just like, oh, that's, uh, that's like my granddad or whoever the heck that guy was for him, his uncle, maybe? I have no clue. There's too many. Yeah. Too big of a family tree. (laughs) And so he's just like, oh, these are great, you know, and 
tries to offer one to Kate, and then she's like, wait, okay. So it kind of makes me think that Eleanor is now responsible for the death of Armand the seventh, third, 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 I think. Yeah, Armand the seventh was a little boy. Annoying. Yeah, <laughs> very, very. Yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards Jack isn't even aware that his name is on that company. I don't think yeah. he actually is a part of any of the operations. I think if if she cared about him. And she has all these inroads with the crime organization. If Kate and Clint looked up him, they shouldn't be able to find anything because she would have ensured that his name is clean. Yeah. It just doesn't make enough sense. It, she has, or Kingpin, or whoever this is that's controlling the the, the pocketbooks of, of the mob, uh, they should be paying them to keep everybody clean so mm-hmm. the real good people aren't able to pin anything on them. And the fact that she's so open to turning him in seems just odd. Like, there's so many confusing things happening between those two. And uh, Vera Farminga, whatever her name is, that is the actress portraying Eleanor, she does this really good thing with her eyes when there's certain scenes like this. Like when, uh, when Kate kind of tells her what's going on with Jack. She has this look on her that's like she knows and it's like you can see all of the wheels turning and it's like, okay, I've got to pin this on him and I've got to do all this other stuff. I got to make sure that Clint Barton's dead and at the end of the day, make sure that Kate Bishop is still alive and then I can do the rest. I can, you know, clean up afterwards. Like it's really crazy because and we should have known, honestly, like like I said on the last episode, like we should have known that she was pretty much like this, like sort of big bad of the epi- of the whole series because of right. the first the phone episode call too, and the phone call, the link. yeah, the first episode, the phone call, all of this stuff is now linked together because it's. I think it's very clear now that Eleanor killed Derek, and episode one, if it was an opportunity. Yeah. He might have just died, and she was like, oh, sweet. Yeah, he's for fantastic. sure. For sure. But I, I get that feeling that she, she killed him. And once again, it's like, let me take out the people that Kate is closest with because I see something in Kate that, you know, could be tapped into. Because we knew that, like, from the first few seconds of episode one, Kate had a knack for getting the information that she wanted. Even at a very young age, she was really good at like eavesdropping and like all this other stuff. So maybe she just saw this as an opportunity. And, you know, we know about their relationship. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I feel like she's the big bad. Yeah. And that's I think what it it's feels. not even like, yeah. Loki screwed us up. Every other show has been exactly the same. Yeah. And it they do this thing where they give you an obvious villain, an obvious villain, and then they give you another one that's like almost more obvious. Mm -hmm. And then you're not sure which one. You're like, well, that's too obvious. But then you're like, they're both obvious. It's got to be one of them. And that happened. That's happened in like every TV show. And it always comes back to being the most obvious. Yeah. It's it's Agatha. It's um, 
what's her name Sharon it's these things everything keeps popping up and we're like no just believe it <laughs> they're yeah. like spoon feeding us the villain and we're like no 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 it, we it, don't trust you we it, don't believe you and here they come you know <laughs> episode five she's she's got all these dynamics and oh and there's there's different levels of villains it's not like you know like when we are early in wandavision it's quite obvious that agatha there's something weird going on there mm-hmm. um or what was her name ag and ag something uh uh what who her her real name in the tv show or not her real oh, name her human name yeah i can't oh, even remember him. agnes agnes yeah um agnes yeah and it was just like it was so obvious there's something off about that and then uh then we get old, old girl that's blonde that they're like forcing us to yeah. to act she's like evil yes. she's an actual evil person yes um and then there's like the so Stafford many wife. little things that pop up and you're like what why is why is that happening? but then you also have distract us the the other villain in the director of sword oh yeah at the time so it's he like was just a goofy dude yeah he wasn't like a big bad he was obviously a villain but like well, he, he wasn't, he wasn't even villain. a villain, honestly. He was just like a bad guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. like he didn't even have that much authority um, ultimately in, in the show. He got arrested. Yeah. <laughs> like, what kind of villain gets arrested? Well, I mean, he was he was taking shots at kids. Oh, so I, I know. He was, doing a, he was a horrible person. <laughs> but at the end of the day, there was a witch fight. Yeah. And he had no control yes. over anything. Yes. And it just, you know, and then there's super people fighting each other and, and Sharon's literally able to you know provide equipment from the u.s military and weaponry to whoever she's talking to there's another bad person and either she's uh, um, above them or or below them but this should be it's become so obvious like what's happening except jack jack's got two strikes against him i guess it's three strikes you're out he's got two strikes where he was at the auction that could just mean he's a rich guy you know yeah he just has money and he wants to participate in these shady little things, then secondary's got the butterscotch, and not, but since then he's have a he's clean clean record, so uh, I don't know what's going thing. on. You know the sword thing would have been like the third strike. He's it's, like a master. It's interesting, but it's not an actual. I mean, so is Kate. You know, like if if you're gonna from his perspective, Kate keeps leaving the house at night. Yeah, where's she going? What's she doing? She's yeah. come back with scars on her face. It's, it's he's just trying to like watch Christmas movies. Yeah, you know, it's a giant game of Clue. Is is yeah? Is what we're that's that's what I was saying at the very beginning. Is this is yeah. a lighthearted murder mystery, and <laughs> some of the aspects of it have become very dark. Yeah. Ultimately, this is a murder mystery. Yeah. Because we still don't know who killed Armand. Yeah. That was the first thing that we got this show. Yeah. We don't know what happened. Yeah. I don't know if they're gonna tell us. That's what really. Hurts. I know. Armand the seventh is somewhere. We know like, who killed somebody. him. <laughs> it's crazy. Did you ever think Echo was about to die? I didn't think Clint no, was gonna kill her. No, no, no shot. I'd never. I didn't think that Me she either. would die. No. Are you still on the bad feeling Clint will die train? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Uh, I'm. I'm still. I'm it, so uh, far removed from that now. It might not. It might not be next week if this thing goes two seasons. Then well, yeah, that's, but that's like, like two years from now though. I, I don't see, time. I don't know, man. I, I just got this weird feeling, man. I don't. If there was ever a place for him to die, it would have been right there. That's what really is like put the final nail in it for me. I just, I didn't see it happening. But then when he was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do this thing. And she was giving him permission, his wife. I was like, oh, maybe, maybe somehow he'll let Echo kill him. And that'll be her 
resolution for her her angst you know but mm -hmm. i still didn't see it happening it just it made more sense and now i'm just like oh there's no chance he dies but uh, if it's a gut feeling it's a gut feeling and and i think what really confirmed it for me it's not that it's it had nothing to do with echo it had everything to do with yelena and kingpin because the entire time he's been wanting to do everything so that he doesn't get involved kingpin doesn't get involved and there's obviously good reason for that. Um, but then on the other hand, it's like Yelena is going to complete her purpose. Like even at the end of this episode, you see her texting uh, Kate, telling her what's going on. She didn't say that she's not going to go after Clint anymore because of this. She's just t giving her a heads up that like, hey, it's your mom and Kingpin working together. That's what did this. That's what caused this. Now I'm about to go kill Clint. Yeah. You should know who set this up, you know? And to me, it's kind of a, it, it would be kind of like a, a poetic ending and it kind of still passes that pain on in a way because at some point Elena is going to know that Clint didn't kill Natasha and Natasha sacrificed herself. And it's going to be hard for her because then she's going to look back and be like, oh, well, I just killed Clint Barton and he had a family and stuff like that. Sure, he had a lot of red on his ledger, but like so did Natasha. So does she. And so does she. Exactly. So, yeah, there. I, I totally see this coming around in that fashion because I think in some way – it's not, like, overtly, like, said. There's not, like, some sort of message that's given off. But there is a certain way that Clint does things where you kind of get this idea that he's just, like, so ready to just die in some way. Because it's like, yes, he's got this family, but he can't enjoy it. Like, he says to his wife, like, you're never far enough away to be safe. No matter what I do, you're never far enough away to be safe. And in some way, it's like the only way that they can be safe is if he's not on the planet anymore, if he's just dead. Because then the people that are going after him would just know that he's dead. They wouldn't go after his family. So it's like he's almost kind of coming to grips with this now. It's like he knows what he's done. That's what this whole series has kind of revolved around is his... Uh, him coming to terms with the Ronin, what he's done, and so yeah, I just I still get that vibe that he might not make it out. To me, that's definitely your best argument. Is he feels like his kids have a better future without him? Yeah, I don't think he thinks that, and that's probably the biggest disconnect. Is um, he in order for him to die and to be willing to die or want to die? I guess I should say. He, to me, he would have to prefer that his kids grow up without him. Mm -hmm. That's that's a, a factor that I cannot overlook because he is such like a family guy. I mean, remember, he kept his family a secret the entire time up, up until they needed an actual place to stay. Yeah. Because he cared so much about their, their safety. So um, that could work in your favor or completely against it. It just depends on where his brain's at right now. Um, the fact that he was willing to let Echo live seems to me like he's actually in a better headspace now than 
he's been in quite a while. So to me, that's like points in his favor that he's maybe figuring out some things personally. Um, Cause he could have just taken her out and ended this thing in, in a way, you know, and he didn't, he couldn't do it. I guess he's not able or willing to kill anymore. I'm sure he's able, but uh, I knew he wasn't going to kill her. Like not not just based off of storyline and everything, but when he went for a sta- a little slice and she checked him with his her leg, he didn't finish with the yeah the sword. He could have easily you know chopped her leg off. Um, and I was just like, okay, he's not feeling deadly <laughs> today. Mm-hmm. He's not he's not in that boat. But we're gonna see. Um, Episode six would be quite interesting. I, season two would require Jeremy Renner to be willing to do a whole another season. I'm not sure if that's in the cards. There could be another show. Maybe even Echo could have Kate in it or something. Yeah. Um, but it's hard to see a Hawkeye too at this point. Um, it could just evolve into, you know, what the next, the new Spider-Man trilogy might just be city of circumstance i don't know like it's it's just a a big web of city um heroes and villains um web web yeah that's pretty good um just make sure everybody heard that spider-man 4 web yeah (laughs) w-e-b without everybody (laughs) yeah um or with everybody it's just been so much better yeah um so yeah we we've got we just had a lot of interesting action this episode, and, and Yelena is more important than I ever thought she'd be um, involved in this series because I thought she'd have a little bit of wiggle room, but she don't care. She does not care. Um, everybody's got flip phones. That's yeah noted. Very. Because they're all you know basically like drug dealers pretty much. They burner need to, phones. Exactly. They yeah. got to get rid of it at a moment's notice. Yep. Um, Grills is going down. What do you mean? He's going down. He's dying. Yeah. I think they're going to track his address. Probably Because so. he's been staying there, and he's going to get caught up in this whole thing. Yeah, probably so. I don't know. We'll see. It seems like a purposeless death, but nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder if he, he gave his bag to girls to give to, what's her name? Maybe. I think the girl got her bag back, so good for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The, the nice bag that was her like sister's or aunt's or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, So... Now that we've covered this episode, yeah, episode six. Mm. Okay, let's let's do it like we always do. I think this is a good exercise of where's everybody at, and yeah. then we can kind of go from there. Um, we don't know where Kingpin's at. We don't know anything about him yet, um, so we won't go there at the moment. We'll, we'll funnel down the other characters. Um, well, you got to work on the big ones. Yeah. Well, yes. You gotta, so we got to see. Okay, so like Kate and Hawkeye are together. Together with yep. girls. Yes, and the dog. And the dog. Yeah. It's important to mention. I think the, the dog. dog's probably at his biggest <laughs> role at this point, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he can save somebody. Right. Um, and then we have Echo, who just went off on her motorcycle with kind of this secondary mission. Yes. Um, I think the first mission, first and foremost, is asking um, Kingpin about, you know, what did you know involving my father's? I, no. Okay, so where's she going? No, I don't think she's because she just left the guy that she might want to kill. Yeah, I I think that she's gonna like. We we see heroes do this from time to time where they just kind of leave a scene to do some like soul searching in a way, you know. Uh, I don't think she's interested in souls. She her own. <laughs> no, I'm, she's got to like. I'm saying she's got to really 
take this in because i mean she's got you got to think like since her dad died her and kazi have been so close so close like sounds like somebody who's probably closer than her and kingpin in some way so like for her to have to kill him it's going to take a lot for her to come to terms with that and she just got told by Clint Barton, who now she knows is the Ronin, that, you know, don't trust anyone, basically. And so I don't... You don't I, think she'd want answers? I don't think she's going to go directly to Kingpin for those answers, no. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think she's going to go to Kingpin for that. But if she doesn't go to anybody, then she's just thinking in a in a tank. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not, I know you're saying it's possible we don't see her next episode, which is fine, but even if that's the case... Who's she going to first? Like, what's her next step outside of if she goes home and watches movies for the night? Like, what's what is her next step? What is what is her motivation moving forward? Uh, hmm. Because you kind of have to work back from that. Like, what does this person want to do next? I think this person probably. I I, I think that she would actually want to tear down the tracksuits. In a, in a way, like she just wants to get rid of the tracksuits entirely, take everything away from, because, you know, I, I think that you can get to that resolution with her and Kingpin if she wipes out the tracksuits entirely. And then Kingpin's like, what the heck is going on here? You know? And then he goes to investigate her himself and realizes it's her, leads to a confrontation between the two then she maybe either gets her answers or doesn't, but it leads to that conflict. So I think that she would want to wipe the tracksuits out from the inside out. and With no confirmation, though? Just going off trusting Clint Barton? It seems she can like a read. stretch. No, she can read people, bro. I know, like, but you, you're going to kill a whole organization based off of one remark? Well, you got to think that that organization led to the death That's of tough. her dad. It wasn't Ronan. It was the organization that led well, if to she believes death that. of her dad. So, so it comes down to does she trust what Clint said and what she saw from Kazi? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, she's got to do that soul searching. She's I feel like she would do this on her double own. Double check this. I mean, she's already researched Clint for a week before she even wanted to take take full aim at him once he escaped. I mean, it just seems like yeah. she's more researched than. Um, but what did that research get her? Emotion. Nothing. I mean, it got her well, and his it, family, right? Yeah. But what did that lead to? That lead led to that same conversation where it's like, oh, I don't know in. who I can trust. But she still has so, the watch, too. Yeah. So what is the watch? Yeah. What does that do? Now, that's the good, that's the big, anything to do the big anything. thing. Like, the watch is like its own character, you know, that we've got to track and see what's. So she, if she has the watch. It might have nothing to do with this series, too. It might just be Echo. Yeah. Um,. Hmm. Because if she has the watch and she's not showing up in episode six, the watch doesn't have a storyline. What if the watch was her dad's? <clears throat> no, that doesn't make sense. He's at the compound. Mm. I don't think Ronan was stealing watches. Right. I don't know. I don't know what this it is. is. Yeah. This is. See, this is the part of this show that's like, once again, like you're just completely thrown off by this. Like, why is this watch so important? You know, we've seen it one time. And we've seen it referenced, what, twice? Three times? Because we saw it referenced in episode that. one. Yeah, we, we saw it referenced in episode one. We saw it in episode four. four. 
we heard it referenced by Clint with his wife. Yeah. So, um, like, the importance of this watch, like, it's really, there. there's something, there's definitely something there. So, and I don't think it would be, like, any kind of time travel device like I thought it would be, possibly. It seems too outlandish for this series. It does. Ah, man. This is the confusing part. So, knowing part. that she has the watch, does it make you a little bit more suspicious we might see her? <laughs> yeah. Because it's, I think that that's the resolution, but I think it's going to be her and Hawkeye. Like, they have to have that conversation because he's the one that's pursuing this watch. I think it's very likely it. they're fighting not for each other, but side by side at some point in the last episode. That That's my, not very bold, but, you know, somewhat maybe not popular uh, prediction. Because I know, I, I know she, that. her father was killed by him, but if she ultimately realizes he's telling the truth, then her payback is the people that Clint wants either gone or away. So they have yeah. a common enemy uh, yeah. more so than hatred for each other at this point, in my opinion. For sure. So I, I don't know. Echo's tough to predict because she just rode off on a motorcycle and we haven't really been able to predict her movements yet. She's an right. interesting character. And she's we very just interesting. Get, got to know her, so it's a lot harder to read. And knowing that she's got, like, her own series, it just kind of makes that drive home that, like, man, maybe if we don't get that resolution that we she wanted. She drove to set. It, you know what I mean? Yeah, she drove <laughs> to set. filming. <laughs> so, uh, and like you said, it's possible that Jeremy Renner is in that show as Clint Barton. So, I don't know. She's, her and The Watch are, to me, the two toughest to kind of, like, see where things go as far as episodes Jack's got me befuddled Jack I don't know what's going on there he's an I don't interesting even have a prediction I don't even know what I don't know what he's gonna do he could be he could be a master manipulator or he could just be this dude I think he's like just Adam Sandler dude, character you know I, I get that impression that he's just this dude I think he's just like a, a doof just like those other guys in the tracksuits <laughs> but if he is that probably means he's going to prison yeah because she's gonna frame him or, or they know. take down her and he gets off. Yeah, it could be but that it would way. Have to take her down. Right. Man, he's he's a confusing one as well. But who's gonna but, fight? Yeah, that's, that's, my that's the like, biggest. We part. have Yelena still. Yeah, like Clint trying to fight other people while Yelena's actually like trying to kill him, and but he actually kind of needs to fight her. It's like. I think we. Get, That's what I've been trying to figure right. out this whole time. Like, okay. I get the idea that it's building towards Kingpin, but like, who's right. gonna fight? I'm so, I'm I, so used to seeing a final battle. I've got. Who a, are these people? I've got a sneaking suspicion now that what's gonna happen is Echo will do some sort of investigating, but what we're probably gonna see is like Yelena fight Clint Barton early, maybe and even the Kate, first scene, maybe, and then Kate intervene which leads to this weird standoff between her and yelena because yelena was like don't get in my way again uh which leads to her and those two fighting what if she just killed <laughs> right <Kate>. no no <laughs> and then enter echo because echo's kind of had a she's gonna know maybe at this point that yelena was hired 1v1v1 triangle yeah. style yeah 1v1v1 and uh three women yeah. And then um 
I don't know from there, man. I mean, you could go you know, either way, <laughs> man. So you could see left. like Hawkeye die, like Clint Barton die, and then, you know, these this unresolved thing with Yelena, this like coming to terms with the death of Hawkeye from both the Kate Bishop character and the Echo character. Um, yeah, this this is a very very interesting one because like let's let's think back. Let's 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 backtrack this thing. WandaVision we had a pretty decent idea in some way of episode 6 or not episode 6 but like the ending episode like we had some sort of idea of what could happen. It didn't really play out the way we thought. Like we were kind of off, but like we had an idea that like, you know, Scarlet Witch was going to get her powers and stuff like this. Like she was going to be this super powerful being. Um, when we got to Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we had another good idea of how that was going to play out. Loki, obviously, we kind of had a good idea. That got flipped on its ear, though, because it was a Loki show. <laughs> uh, this one is by far the toughest one to pinpoint anything that's going to go on in episode six in the finale. By far the hardest one to choose. Because there's a number of things that can happen. And there's a lot of moving parts. Like, like what the heck, man? Like, what's gonna happen with Kate and Eleanor? We gotta, we gotta, we gotta see what's going on. Well, like, wasn't Elena following Eleanor? Yeah. At the end of it, like tracking her in a way that she doesn't want Eleanor to see her. Yeah. So that makes me wonder if, like, maybe she's also kind of after Kate because, like, why wouldn't she just? Why is she hiding from Ellen? Like, there's so many things that are so confusing right now. I don't know, man. It's tough. Well, all I'm right. Moving storylines. So, I get the feeling Yelena is gonna still try to complete her mission with Clint Barton. Kate's gonna get inter like intervene in this thing because that's what she's done the whole series. Which, you can lead it to either Yelena killing Barton or being subdued by the both of them, and then everything explained by Clint Barton going through that whole emotional speech and Yelena just vanishes or I don't know. It's tough because you just can't see Kingpin being involved. It's so hard. And you know that he's way too quick of a turnaround. Yeah. Like, you know that ultimately he's the big bad. Like he's the reason that all these parts are moving to begin with. So like, it's just tough. You might even see him uh, an image of him sitting in a chair or something with his arm extended or something. It's just so hard to see him walking in a room like with like a uh, a baton or something and start hitting people. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's got other stuff to worry about. Where's Eleanor going? That would be that would help a lot. Where yeah. is she walking to? Oof. That's so my first question that would help us figure out where Yelena's going. So Eleanor, well, no, 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 no. She was tracking her, and then she tracked her to be with Kingpin. So, like, that part of it's Okay, done. so, oh, she took that picture. Yeah. Okay, I did not follow that. Yeah, so. Gotcha. So Eleanor's meeting with Kingpin right now to discuss everything. Yeah. So that would mean. Okay, <sighs> well, that's important a, then. It's very important. Because why is Elena still, still following Eleanor? Was she trying to find the source to see if Kate's words had any value. Yeah. So then the question becomes, now that she knows where it came from, she might be asking, 
well, how do they know anything about what happened with the Avengers, you know, in that specific circumstance? Yeah. Or she may not be questioning it at all. I don't know. I don't think she's questioning it at all. Because if she's going to question it, she would have questioned it with Val. Like, how would have Val possibly known that that was the case? You know what I mean? Well, Val probably knew so many other things. Yeah, she but like, that's just... Out, so she probably didn't even that, flinch. That's too big of a revelation to not question. Like, and, and we know, we know now Clint Barton knows who Yelena is too. And right. once again, that was one of those things that made me think that he's like preparing himself for death is that like, he was just like, okay. And then kind of looked out the window like, all right, this is it, you know? Like, so, I don't know, man. I I, I think Yelena was doing all of this basically on Kate's behalf so that Kate would know. Because I think she knew that Eleanor hired her. But there's so many moving parts going on that it's like, oh, well, then who told Eleanor? Like, who let Eleanor in on this whole situation of the Black Widows and Clint Barton and all that stuff? Then she leads to, oh, it's Kingpin. So you're thinking Eleanor told Val about what happened between, well, I like, think, Clint killed her? I think it's possible that Val and Kingpin worked together in some sort of way because Val has all of this access to all of this information, and Kingpin's a dude that's in power and wants to stay in power. Mm-hmm. You do that through information. So when you know somebody like that is on that side of the fence and is also just kind of really good at getting information, then they probably work together. So it's like, okay, if Kingpin needs something handled, he can just say, hey, give me a widow and we'll take care of it, you know? And The widow. Yeah. And so, well, th- there's a lot of them now too. I know what I'm saying. Out of like biggest and baddest. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, I I think that Val and Kingpin are obviously kind of like working together in some sense. Like they're not exclusively working together, but it's just like, oh, you know this about this, you know, for this amount of money, come tell me what it is or whatever. So, do you think Sharon's calling? Val at the end of the TV show? No. Okay. I think she's calling. uh, To me, it now kind of seems like the power broker could be also Kingpin. It it could be either one. It's 50 50. It could either be her. Feels like he would already have those connections. Or Kingpin. To what? To U.S. military stuff. Oh, no. No. Why wouldn't he? I think. For the most part, from what we saw in the Daredevil show, he's more centered around like Hell's Kitchen and the power over Hell's Kitchen. So they could play the storyline out now where it's like, okay, he's in control of Hell's Kitchen. Now he's wanting to branch out. So now he's going to Madripoor. Now he's doing all this other stuff to try to get even more power to where he can really just kind of run all of these bad areas of the world and be the guy. Uh, which is ultimately his whole character summed up in a way. Um. So yeah, I, it's very possible he's the power broker in in some ways. 
but it could have been Val. I think it's kind of like 50-50 in some way because we know, like I said, that her access to information is like second to none from what we've seen so far. Uh, but to backtrack it, Yelena, like I said, I think she's doing this on Kate's behalf because she knows that Eleanor is the one that hired her. So she wants Kate to know this. Yeah, I don't think she dislikes yeah. Kate. She just wants to give her a heads up that, hey, your yeah. mom is the one that, you know, is. But once again, it's like she's not also saying that, you know, I'm doing this for you and now I'm not going to kill Clint Barton. It's mm-hmm. just I'm doing this for you. Yeah, you yeah, go. yeah. Here's this little egg. There, There's just a lot of time in between um, that photo and her actually pulling a trigger or, you know, killing him in whatever way yeah. she, she chooses. So there's there's a lot of time for her to decide, okay, all these things are starting to add up. Mm-hmm. Why is this not making sense anymore? Um, so we'll see. I mean, if, if, she, if she does kill Clint Barton, um, it would be kind of the the best the best way to do it because it would be the sister of the guy who was um or the sister of the girl who sacrificed for him yeah it's kind of a crazy story um i'm still on the like 99 percent. He, he makes it through but if it was anybody that was going to kill clint barton it would make sense that it would be her yeah totally so we'll we'll see um and I think she also has to have this like redeeming thing because as we've seen so far, like Kate Bishop could have killed Yelena, but there's also this conversation had that's had of like, Oh, well I could have easily just killed you, mm-hmm. you know? So I think in some ways we kind of have to see this now. Like, I think we've kind of seen how good she is in black widow, but it wasn't like anything insane. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, the way that she kind of talks is like, oh, I, you'd never see me coming, kind of thing like that. But, like, mm, we've seen you coming. You know what I mean? Like, we've seen this before. So, like, in some ways, it's almost, we kind of have to see this showcased. We kind of have to see her abilities showcased. And, like you said, it's 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 very poetic, in a way, if she's the one that kills Clint Barton. Like, if Barton dies, then... It would make sense if it was her. I mean, it, what what it comes down to is if she really wants to kill Clint, she will because he doesn't want to kill her, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I yeah. don't think he does. And yeah. Even if he's the better fighter, which is arguable, you know, when, yeah. when he goes full Ronan, right. he, he just made quick work of Echo. Um, if he has her in that moment, I don't think he's going to stab her and kill her or anything. So she's just going to keep fighting mm-hmm. um, unless he's able to debilitate her. Cause, but she's going to come right back at him the next day. So she's got that. I think it fiery. comes down to if he believes he has to kill her, then he would, but I don't think he actually will. So no, I also don't think she's going to want to ultimately kill him, which is why I think he'll survive. But it, well, like I said, if it comes down to those two things um, and only one wants to kill the other, that person's going to win the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it'll it'll be interesting, and we have Echo with her own little side thing going on. We have Kate, who's doesn't want to see anybody die, but now has to deal with um, possible crime lord mother and <laughs> possible incompetent 
crime lord stepfather to be and uh superhero friend who's trying to be or, or who's possibly going to be killed and she's got all kinds of things going through her brain and yeah i don't know what's her what's her story arc been what 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 is what's her purpose in this tv show we haven't really talked about that a lot kate's purpose basically is one of uh it's kind of the same thing that in a way echo is kind of going through too and that like it's like this like self like who am i scenario like she kind of says earlier in this in the show that like you know Hawkeye like Clint Barton doesn't see her as a a superhero but she doesn't also see that either like um and, and part of that you can look at it multiple ways you can see that as like she's just trying to help people so she's obviously not going to view herself as a superhero she's just going to see herself as like doing the right thing or there's also that you know idea of I'm not a superhero you know because I'm just you know I'm just me you know like I'm just an archer you know like there, there's so many layers to that but I think it's this journey of who am I because for so long she's kind of wanted to be Hawkeye basically like she's wanted to be Clint Barton her whole life basically but now that she knows who Clint Barton is she knows what's associated with it she still wants to be a hero, but it's like, mm, I don't think I want to be that guy because I'm not. I'm me. So it's kind of like this like self journey, like this this uh, journey of finding yourself. Um, and obviously the stuff going on with Eleanor is going to have a major impact on her uh, because now she's basically kind of thrown Jack under the bus for almost no reason in a way. So, was Jack bad? Sure. But, like, now she knows that her mom is, like, even more horrible. So, it's like, huh. Like, <laughs> now you're in this crossroads where it's like, do you do you try to see something more within your mom? Or do you start to really question things in regards to, like, your dad or, like, you know, your life? even so she's definitely in this weird path and like i said it it parallels with echo because they're both in the same boat yeah they're both in the same boat because if basically these two realizations that they're going through simultaneously are the same thing because when kate finds out that her mom is in with kingpin and has hired yelena to kill clint it's the exact same thing as Kingpin uh, hiring the Ronin or Kazi hiring the Ronin to kill her father. So it's the exact same storyline. And obviously they're two completely different personalities. Uh, they've got very a lot of similarities as far as training from an early age and all this other stuff, but they're also extremely different. So it's it's going to be interesting to see how their paths go because they're going to go about it in different ways. Yeah. So, but for Kate, I think it, it's tough because you know that she's like the young Avenger, like she's the leader. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, you're waiting for this moment where she's going to like, you know, bring in these people and become the young Avengers or whatever. But it's like, there's no real catalyst for that yet. Like we got to get to this resolution first. And I think that that was kind of missed. Like when we were talking about episode four, I think that that was kind of missed. Like we were just like, oh, you know, we're uh, young Avengers. It's going to happen in episode six or there's going to be an end credit scene where you get that. Nah, I, there's gotta be a resolution with this first. Yeah. I, I'm pretty lost in this series. <laughs> Me too. There's just a lot going on and well, partially because we're entering a world we've never seen yet, which is funny because it's the smallest one, but the city character, um, we have very little experience with city characters in the Canon MCU. So, we're kind of going off of, you know, is it some TV show influence? Is it um, all new stuff? These characters, are they um, going to be the same actor? Like, there's so many little things that we're focused on with these city characters. And, you know, we have, like, Moon Knight coming in and things like that. Mm. Like, there's all kinds of this stuff that we're just starting to approach. And it's almost like a whole new genre because when you're focused within the city itself, it's new villains, it's new heroes, it's new um, issues, it's new daily um, grinds because Captain America is not concerned about like a museum breaking, <laughs> you know, right. like right. it's a different level of, of conflict. Yeah. And it doesn't mean it's better or worse. It is just different. And so we're trying to catch up with what, what are they going to do with this MCU city stuff? And this last episode will give us an idea of where exactly they want our heads at moving forward. Um, with Spider-Man coming up, that's another big city hero. But even within Spider-Man, that's he's not. been so Iron Man-y that like, yeah. a lot of his influence has come from this global um, circumstance. So I'm super excited. Um, I think, let me not be in the moment here. I'm trying to think back to... Yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier, it wasn't easy to predict, but um, the over overarching theme of the final episode was fairly predicted by us. Um, Loki, yeah, we knew what was going, what we were getting into going into episode six. It was the episode five that we had like no yeah, clue, right? The heck was happening. Um, and then WandaVision episode six. We had a yeah. We knew the idea, battle was coming, right? You know? But it was just all the other stuff was like right. Off. There's yeah. little things, um, and then um, what else? Is that it? Yeah, that's all we've had so far. So, yeah, this is the one that's like might have the smallest impact cosmically, um, but it's so many variables and so many players mm-hmm. at this point. Like when you get to a global level, there's only so few villains and heroes, but on a city level. There's so much possibility, you know. Yeah. You could have appearances and stuff that that we we haven't even seen yet, and introductions to new characters. Um, so I'm not going into episode six with like huge expectations for anything to happen. I'm just kind of wait and see mode. I think it's going to be an amazing episode, and I'm re- really excited because I think this episode six is going to be better than episode five, which will be the first um, really first series episode to be able to proudly claim that yeah um because episode six is in the past um have been somewhat not slow but like story driven and you know there's some fights in it but 
it's, it was so exciting in episode five that you're almost let down. Yeah. This time, like, episode five did not like blow you away in terms of excitement. It, it had some reveals. Yeah. But it seems like it's setting up something greater. It's the reveal. Like in every series so far, it's been the reveal in episode six. Like the 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 uh, the culmination of everything is in episode six. It's not like this climax of uh, changing things or 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 whatever. You're like your perceptions completely shifted of the show. Right. That's actually probably going to happen in this episode, this next episode. So, yeah, I was kind of right in that, too, that I didn't think that this series was going to maintain a very common theme like the others have as far as, like, which episode's going to do which. They've kind of gone in a backwards way here. So, um, which is exciting to one degree, but also, like, now I'm so thrown off that, like, yeah, I'm not kind of going in with any kind of expectations. I'm just kind of there to be entertained at this point because it's like, man, the more the more that we sit and talk about these things, the more I'm confused, <laughs> it seems. Which is a good thing to Which me. Which is, yeah, it's great for sure. But it's like, man, like, what is the deal with this watch? <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> you watch. Know what I mean, the watch you is the biggest about part it about it. Yeah, it seemed like that was such a, such an important thing in episode four. And then episode five, it's like irrelevant. Yeah, and now we're like, wait, what happened to that? Right, and the butterscotch, like, it hasn't been addressed. It <laughs> it's has been not been so addressed. long. Yeah, um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I, I can't wait to see what what does happen. Um, if you're still with us at this point, please let us know what you guys think. Yeah, we, we are two people. Um, you guys definitely have a better shot at figuring out what's to come. And if you, if you let us know in the comments, we'll certainly congratulate you with a, a well done on your prediction next episode. If gold you do get star. it right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gold star doesn't mean anything, but you know, it sounds good. <laughs> yeah. um, we will have an episode on um, next Wednesday. So when the episode is released, by the time you watch it, we will hopefully already have our recap up. Yeah. And uh, it, it shouldn't be, much longer than late morning probably mm. um, of the episode day. So that'll be fun. Uh, give us a like on the Marvel Guys podcast on Facebook if you could, Instagram, Twitter, everything. It's uh, it's a lot of fun, and we have a lot of stuff coming out for you guys. This will be up around probably 4.30 on Wednesday uh, of episode five, and then we will have a Spider-Man preview up shortly after that and a spider-man recap on friday yeah which is december something december 19th 18th 17th 17th <laughs> is it <laughs> yeah okay yep. so oh, we're going on the 16th it's just sooner yeah okay so yeah we'll have a spider-man recap up uh friday so you can listen to our, our preview if you'd like um, before you're able to see it. I know a lot of people probably, if you didn't get tickets the first day or two, you might have trouble finding a good spot somewhere to see it. So if you want to listen to our, our preview before you go see it, we would love that. And then once we recap it, it will be spoilers. Um, and you guys can absolutely you know listen. We might even do like a 10-minute non-spoiler just to give our thoughts or something because yeah. I know a lot of people might not be able to see it immediately. Yeah. Um, We'll we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. If it's even possible. I don't know. 
It probably won't be. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's gonna be a blast and we'll kind of we'll upload some pictures and stuff of where we're going and um the theater itself and things like that so that's gonna be fun um, it'll be a fun time yeah. hopefully weather holds up and everything the place we're going to see the movie actually got hit by a tornado just a couple of days ago a few days ago so hopefully everything's <laughs> operating as normal <laughs> right. um but thank you everybody for tuning in uh you will hopefully right after this uh episode go check out that spider-man podcast and let us know what you think uh hopefully everything's going well in your lives and we're just having a blast bringing some new marvel content to you so everybody you have a great day and we'll talk to you soon peace